Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb, another 3.3 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine are due to arrive in Canada over the next few days. And as supply ramps up, many of you want to make sure the system is ready. Were issues at the RBC Convention Center Supersite Friday with a glitch in the scheduling software resulting in staffing shortages. And some of you say the backlog continued into the weekend with one of our listeners texting, there were lineups Saturday as well. I arrived at 4.40 p.m. for a 5 p.m. appointment and did not get seated for vaccination until 6 o'clock. On the other hand, listener Brian wrote to say he was at the front door at 1.25 and out the door by 2.25. He says things went very smoothly and wishes to thank all the staff involved, Loren. Of course, we'll continue to monitor this because we know making sure this goes as smoothly and efficiently as possible is key. And the last thing we want, or health officials I'm sure want, is someone getting to that appointment, seeing those long lineups, and then maybe walking away because they're so frustrated by the process. So we will continue to push the province on this issue because we know there's also a lot of emotions connected to this right now. And that might include, for some of you, relief. Listener Jean texted in to say because of her age and her asthma, she qualified for the AstraZeneca vaccine. And she joins us now to tell us how she felt when she finally got it. Good morning, Jean. Good morning, MMM. How are you today? We are very well, Jean. And, and thank you for texting in because I, I think that's an emotion, that relief you felt is something many people might be feeling at this time. Uh, tell us about when you sat down and just walk us through the whole process. Well, it, you know what? I might start all over again just repeating this story, but I was extremely relieved and considered myself very fortunate to get an appointment. Um, and so, went 15 minutes ahead of my appointment time and was directed to have a seat while I waited for the pharmacist. And as I sat there, all of a sudden I started crying and I couldn't stop. And I realized that I was overcome with a huge sense of relief thinking about the fact that I was about to have a life-altering experience with my vaccine. And when the pharmacist came out, I was apologizing. And she said, you are not the first person to be crying in that chair. And when I got that, it's amazing how a simple little poke in the arm can have such a huge impact on your life. Now, a lot's been on your mind as you waited for this vaccine, including your mom. Yeah. Um, now you're going to get me. Um uh, my mom worked for the federal government, as do I, and I had retirement plans for this year. My mom got sick before she retired and never got to enjoy her retirement. And that weighed on me a lot in the last year. And despite the fact that he didn't say it, I know it weighed on my husband. Um, that is history in my family going to repeat itself. And when I got that shot, I realized no, it wasn't, at least not with me. First of all, Jean, thanks so much for trusting us with your story and sharing it with us, not only via text, but agreeing to come on the air with us. We appreciate you very much. And this story obviously is being played out over and over again, as is this whole notion. I think you touched on something else that many of us are dealing with right now, maybe some 
re-evaluation of future plans uh, during this pandemic and, and what the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years might look f- for us and, and maybe making some different decisions that you might not have made a year or two ago. Is that fair to say? Um, you know, I, I was having trouble pinning down a date and making the actual commitment. And my husband and I talked and realized, okay, if I put it off till November, um, I'm not one to want to go out quietly out the back door after 31 years with the same employer. I want to be able to have a party and celebrate. So I'm kind of hoping that by pushing it to November that we can and that um, my in-laws are 91 and 92, still live in their home in Mississauga. They just got their shots a little while ago. Um, We want to see them. And so we're also hoping that by then it will be safe to travel. Um, We worry that airfares are going to skyrocket once travel restrictions are taken off. So we took a chance and booked a flight for later this year in hopes that we can go and see them. So, yeah, really looking forward to um, a little bit of, um, I think everybody's craving normal. And on that note, I would really like to thank the three of you because over the past year, while we've all been craving normal, we've all woken up to the three of you. And for a brief few moments in the morning, we've felt normal before it dawned on us that once we get past that initial wake up and hearing your voices and following your stories, that it isn't normal. So thank you to the three of you for giving us all a little bit of normal that we've been craving. Well, thank you, Eugene, for joining us this morning. Thanks for telling us your story. And thank you for those kind words. They, they mean more than we could possibly express. Have a great day.